This is a Stand Up Labs production, powered by digital media. It's time for the End of Conversation podcast with funny man Damian Lemon. Crazy's Dominican, you know, Vladimir, come on, yo. My cool man from the county of Dade, Ali Muhammad. Yeah, this is In The Conversation. I am Damian Lemon. And as always, on my right-hand side, I got... Vladimir Camayo is not in the conversation this week. Uh, he's out there wheeling and dealing in Hollywood. But on my left-hand side, I got... You got the voice of your choice, Ali Muhammad. That's what it is. Yes, sir. What's going on, fam? Oh, man. It's all good. It's all warm outside, feeling like summer and shit. It's breaking through. It's you know breaking I mean? through. It's turning the corner. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? It's, it's that, what they call it, reckless eyeball season Oh, again. absolutely. I heard you and G. Lou talking about that. <laughs> Y'all was getting loose, too, huh? Wasn't like, getting right. loose? Yeah, I was like, okay. <laughs> Not You know, we, we had to represent the conversation, Got man. It. You know what I'm saying? The people, as you told me before we started this podcast journey, because uh-huh. I didn't know what it was all about. Right. You know what I'm saying? You told me the people want transparency. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You got to keep it transparent. So I, I worked my way into that space. Absolutely. You know, you know our long times listeners know, you know what I'm saying? I might have started off a little slow. Absolutely. I mean, there's people out there saying, you know, I like that Mr. Muhammad has opened up a bit more. You know <laughs> what I mean? So Cats is on, you, on your journey with you. No doubt. And I think, it, I mean, I think it's the sign of a good podcast when you leave the tape and you say, oh, shit, I might have <laughs> said the wrong thing. I did too much. Yeah, man. It's summertime. We out here uh, sipping the new Ciroc Summer Colada. Yeah, man. You done brought this puffy juice in here. I mean, come on now. For, you know? I, I had to do it. Cause, why, uh, why, why you had to do it? I feel like. Puff might not put out a lot of music as much anymore, mm-hmm. but he is killing it. With He promotes these new Ciroc's mm-hmm. like an album. No doubt. I don't really have the taste for Ciroc until I see it on my timeline in the new Fengal <laughs> flavor or bottle or whatever. You know, and uh, the latest one was the Summer Colada mm-hmm. with the white bottle with the gold. Supposedly limited edition, you know. Where you get it? I got it at the, at the at liquor the, store. Oh, at the store. <laughs> I mean, yeah, but I mean, what they're saying is it's going to be a, like a one-off. Oh, wow. It's not going to be like the mangoes and all of that. I mean, I've been saying for a while, I think Ciroc is high, you know, premium quarter waters. But, um, you know, because these, these fucking, these flavors, mm-hmm. mango, apple, pineapple. Hey, and you got to get the people what they want. You got to get the people what they want. I and, mean, they, you know, if they if they respond and, if, and he probably got a, you know, high, you know, high... Um, research group, you know what I'm oh, saying, sure. studying what they want. Yeah, shit tastes like nail laters. You know what I'm saying? Hey. This is good, though. I'm fucking with the summer colada. You know, you know this you is right on. Oh, I like it. It's, you know, it's smooth. Like you say, it's, it's like a like a pineapple nine later. There you go. You know what I'm saying? But, you know, it's it's, it's apropos, you know what I'm saying, the day after, you know, Puff stunning on them at the Met Gala. Yeah, 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 yeah. Hit the, <laughs> hit the relax the, the the lay down on the step mm-hmm. like he was on a chase lounge. Yeah, yeah, and there you know it's it's funny because everybody like you know you know I need I need a Diddy I need somebody like Diddy in my life that to lay back and let me shine. Hilarious. But if you look at all the photographers, it was about Diddy. They were shooting him. Yeah, come on. <laughs> look at their face. Look at the photographer's face. They all pointed towards him. Cassie out there posing. Yeah. They, did he steal her shine consciously? 
That's what he do. That's what he do. That's what he do. <laughs> what the fuck you, you mean? You got to be able to shine like big if you really you know want to win. Your talent has to stand out so hard. Yeah, man, it's tough. Other than that, he going he gonna to be dancing in the video. Check your own video. You'll always be number two. <laughs> no. <laughs> Who said that? That was Jay heating Mace up back in the wow. day. Remember that? Check your yeah. own video. You'll always be number two. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So I mean, and then you know they dropped the uh, the 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 bad boy documentary at Tribeca this yeah, week. Yeah, that looked like that's a moment. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I haven't seen it. You know what I'm saying I heard it. a couple of little commentary on it, but I haven't seen it. What's the commentary? What's the feeling like? Is well, it- I I can't really give third party commentary without having viewed the product myself. You know, what oh, I'm so it must so, be of the negative. No, it's not of the negative. It's just not. No, no, no. I heard it was crazy. No, 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 no. This is just what what happened was. I heard it was good. I heard it was visually. You know what I'm saying good as far as the the look and right. the style of the look i also you know what i'm saying the conversation that we had was that you know they miss you know what i'm saying the the details of mm. of what puff meant to the culture you know what i'm saying like what what he brought to the table like for me you know we talked about it here you know what i'm saying he just set up he broke open so many doors for young black men to come in the game Young and getting it, you know what I'm saying? That you know, that's that's in, from my perspective, it's hard to overlook. It's hard to watch something that don't really give props to the uh, mm. the you know the the ripple and the waves that he made that right. just that let us be us and come into a company and they respect who you are, the audacity, because they want that. They want to understand who you are, right? You know what I'm saying? Right. Now you know what I'm saying. They they feel like they got it. You know what I'm saying? We understand. We could anybody could do this job. You yeah. know, but somebody like Puff, he came through and just shook the whole shit up to where every company needed a young black dude in there. You yeah. know what I'm saying? So it's a long list of little things that I say, you know what I'm saying, are all relative to right. Puff being who he was. So is this coming out to the theaters or is it going to do like the festival circuit for a while or, you know, the, the release time for the, I, I don't for the know. people? I think from what I understand, it's a, a, a Apple Music documentary. So it might come oh, to right. the iTunes. Oh, all right. You know what I'm cool. saying? Cool. So I'm not sure. I'm not. I mean, I'm not. I'm on the program or on the hmm. production. I didn't know what but, you was privy to. Know. But you know what I'm saying? From what I understand, I saw it was like uh, Apple Music presents. So I'm not sure. Oh, okay. Maybe right. they they go ahead and jumping on in. That's what's up. Apple Music, it says. Oh, okay, cool. That's so what it's it got a like. release date, or anything like that, or no? Uh, June 25th. Oh, okay, cool. That, June 25th. June 25th. Apple Music. That uh, what did I say? June twenty fifth. Uh, maybe you I already did. on that puppy juice. Yeah, maybe it's crazy. <laughs> uh, yo, that that Miles Cole. I mean Miles Cole. <laughs> I sound drunk. <laughs> I ain't even been drinking. That John Coltrane uh uh documentary has already come out. It's yeah. like, I was about to check it out this weekend, but I got caught up. But I thought it was coming up. Right. But I see it's in the streets. So uh, FYI, if anybody was listening and wanted to go see it, I heard, like that. I heard that was good. IFC Theater. I haven't seen it yet. I want to check it out. And not even just from the people working on it. I heard it, it was good from other people who've seen it. I like I like Coltrane. Coltrane's probably, he might be my favorite jazz musician. He's the, uh, yeah, for whatever, I like his material the most. I've listened to more, mm-hmm. most of his material. I like his, I like how his horn sounds mm-hmm. more than Miles's. Like typically, I don't like a whole lot of like the horn coming through the speaker. Right. It, to me, it feels like chalkboard. 
right? Like right. that, like it fucks with me. I can't right. really. I could do a drum, but a horn is sometimes nah, if it's nah, not. Miles, Miles was more disruptive with his yeah. shit. Yeah, he came from fuck motherfucker. This is what right. the fuck I'm doing. This shit that. coming through like lightning. Right, you know what I mean. But then Coltrane got a little bit more like he smoothed, flavor. Yeah, he smoothed it out a little bit. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? He he smoothed it out, not flavor, but it's yeah, it's definitely a little bit more um a little bit more low end on it too. Right, yeah, 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 yeah. Just so you know. What 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 Coltrane was playing what though? Sax, right? Yeah. Coltrane's playing and sax Miles and Miles is playing the trumpet. Right. So, you know. I mean, obviously there's something some obviously. You might not like the trumpet. I probably don't like the trumpet. <laughs> I probably old trumpet hating that. Maybe. That shit it just sound wild. It's a little too, as you said, disruptive. Yeah, but you know, Miles was disruptive by design. He was just came to be that way. Yeah. Coltrane got cool saxophone shit that don't sound pervy. You know, because the saxophone took a turn towards the that's cinemax. That's smooth. That's smooth jazz era. Yeah. yeah, that's when you know what I'm saying. It's, you know, the mother, mother. You know what I'm saying. Yeah, <laughs> came, came through. <laughs> you know what I'm saying. What you saying? <laughs> you know what I'm saying. You know, that's 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 second. That's second phase. That's that's not the, that's <laughs> watered. That's the watered down phase of jazz. That wasn't the authentic jazz. The diffusion. The diffusion jazz. You know what I'm saying. Yeah, man. <laughs> Your bro, jazz. Hilarious, man. Gave it that 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 perv appeal, you say? <laughs> it was very, you know, when you hear certain saxophones, so it's very yeah, skin of match, right? You know, bust that, it that. wide open. Fucking <laughs> yeah, to, to a sax riff. <laughs> you love me. Oh man, yo, how was that? Uh, your gym situation. Your six a.m. Yes, sir. How was that? Oh man, I've been hyped ever since, man. First of all, I, I stepped out the room, but I caught it on the podcast. I didn't realize you were going to a barefoot gym. Well, this particular holistic That's a lot of motion holism. movement situation, this new age shit. Foot sweat. Yeah, it's barefoot. It's barefoot. So, wait, wait, wait. Are you looked down upon if you got a sole, if you got a sneaker on? No, you got to get on the mat. It's like a big ass mat. And nah, for the no, people that want to keep it, no, it's barefoot, all barefoot, everybody barefoot. So you was barefoot, yeah, everybody. Oh, I thought barefoot. you said you was. I thought you was going to wear a sneaker at the barefoot. Show. Well, I was going to wear a sneaker, but then I got there as a full barefoot scenario, <sighs> a communal barefoot scenario. Yeah, like nah. you know, what I'm saying like going to the mosque. Oh, I, I but it don't be that much foot sweat in the mo- I mean, depending yeah, on hey, how, hey, maybe. Hey, nah, you, know, hey, you would nah. know better than that one. <laughs> a lot, lot more feet at the mosque. Mass shit, you know. Okay. So keep going. How was it? So, no, it was it was great, man. You know what I'm saying? I, I say that now in retrospect. But in, at the time, when we first started, you know what I'm saying? We get into the little warm up. You know what I'm saying? I'm like, yeah. All right, I got this. Okay, that's what this is. Yeah. All right, I got this. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Fifteen minutes in the warm up, I'm like, "Well, goddamn, <laughs> when the workout gonna we happen? Still if this, warming up? Is this the warm up, or did we do a smooth transition? Right. So then we moved into another room and did like, like more like some flex motion shit. So y'all stopped and went to another room. Yeah, we stopped. You know what I'm saying? Then you take a little break, maybe to walk to the other room, mm-hmm. and then you started doing like some body balance type shit. You know what I mean? Where you, you know, hands over here and you kick your leg. You know what I'm saying? Some shit that your body ain't used to doing and shit. So I was like kind of- yoga type shit? Not yoga. It was almost like, it's it's just some resistant shit that, you know, some some real exercises, but it's just using your body weight. Mm-hmm. And then after that, I'm like, well, goddamn, whoo. Yeah. All right, I got through that. I'm good. Right. You know what I'm saying? Shit, I could do this shit. Then What's we... the makeup looking and demo-wise? Who's in there with you? Well, this the six o'clock class was kind of short, so it was like uh, kind of- uh, not that many people, so mm-hmm. 
uh, it was it was a, a, a burly white boy who looked like a lumberjack. Okay. Like a hipster lumberjack. All right. You know what I'm saying? Young little, brawny. Little gray beard. You know okay. what I'm saying? Looking like he been chopping wood to put in his restaurant and uh-huh. shit. Okay. You know what I mean? <laughs> and then, you know, you had a little, you had a, like a, you know, like a, a, a white executive type of girl, like, you know, probably working some cool type of executive executive position okay. that travel a lot. Okay. You know what I'm saying? And then like a, a black girl, you know what I'm saying, who probably got a nice little job somewhere. Uh-huh. And then me. Oh, so just, that, that was, was very it. intimate. You know what I'm saying? Very uh-huh. intimate. Very intimate. Did so, y'all speak to each other beforehand? Or not before. Okay. Before everybody just head nods. It's, it's early in the motherfucking morning. Okay. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> So I'm I'm there first. I'm the freshest. I'm dressed fresh to death. You know what I'm saying? I got my new technology. Brand on. new shit. Brand new technology. Techno. <laughs> got my techno workout gear uh, on and shit. What's everybody else fucking with? They got on their shit. You know what I'm saying? Regular shit or some tech shit too? They teched up too. Okay. You know what I mean? Right. Except for the burly white boy. The burly white boy had on like, he just had on his motherfucking tights. Cut off ass jeans. No, he had, No, he had on the, you know what I'm saying? The, the gym tights. But, okay. You know, I had shorts over my tights. <laughs> these just these they just out there with the tights. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Familiar. Just all out. You know, <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> like, all right. Got the feet out, the whole shit. Everybody, wild. you know what I'm saying? Like, we got down. Uh-huh. So so we get to the main workout, you know what I'm saying? Which is like, you know, like some pull up shit with the you know, the little gymnastics circles and shit. Yeah. You just lay down, lay down close to the floor and then you pull up. You know what I'm saying? I don't know what they call that. Some type of row. Some shit. Some type of row. Uh-huh. You know what I'm saying? Then you get up from that. Then you do the kettlebell little shit five times. Then you do push-ups. Uh-huh. Then you get up from the push-ups, go do some dips. Mm-hmm. And then, then you do the motherfucking um, kettlebell, you know what I'm saying? Two kettlebells up, stepping up on the shit. Right. And then you start all over again. That's a so you know, so so the first time I'm like, okay, cool, cool, cool. And y'all all got your own set of kettlebells. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Then he gave me his little punk ass kettlebell because I was new. Uh-huh. So yeah, I'm, yeah, I'm yeah. looking at my shit. I'm looking at the girl shit. Like, why well, my shit a little smaller than theirs? Uh-huh. God damn, my man. I know I'm new, but uh-huh. get, you ain't got to punk me. Was it the right choice? <laughs> After motherfucking two reps, yeah. yeah. So Let you know the, the first rep, the first rep, I'm good. Like okay, I could do this. Uh-huh. I'm, I'm, I'm keeping up with everybody. I'm doing all the shit. Okay. Second rep, I'm like, ooh, ooh, okay, I feel it. You know what I'm saying? Third rep, mm-hmm. yeah, uh-huh. I'm dying <laughs> on the inside. Uh-huh. You know what I'm saying? It's, it's killing me. Do you, do you, are the other three, are they just moving through I ain't through even it? looking at okay. their ass. I okay. can't look at, I'm worried about my motherfucking self. Okay. <laughs> I'm looking it's at, getting, the, I'm looking at, this, I'm looking at this motherfucking punk ass kettlebell like, ah, damn, I gotta do this shit again. You got one more set to go too, right? But then, you know, well, it was based on time. So uh-huh. we're, I was on the third one at this time. Okay. And then the fourth one, I get to the fourth one, I'm, I get off my little dips and look at them damn pull up row shits. Mm-hmm. I'm like, good God. Damn. Yeah. So I'm walking slow back to the shit. And then we get through it, you know what I'm saying? Get down, do my dips and shit. And then I'm I'm waiting on this motherfucker to call the time because he already said, you know what I'm saying? Like, you know. <laughs> he want to be <laughs> below the whistle. Like 30 more seconds. Come on. Man. Like 30 blow more seconds. Whistle. I'm like, okay, cool. I'm like, in my head, I'm like, this is the longest 30 seconds I ever motherfucking experienced in my life, nigga. When, this, when you gonna fucking call Somebody, this shit? please. And he was like, all right, five more seconds. I'm like, good <sighs> God almighty. And then, shit, it was over. And you got everything done? Yeah, I got it all done. All right, cool. I got it all done. And then, you know, after it was over, 
You know what I'm saying? Shit, I'm feeling all energetic and spree. I'm bouncing down the street like, boop, boop, boop. Good morning. Right. All right. Good morning. Ha, right. ha. It was high. I was good. You know what I'm saying? Then I went to Juices for Life. Uh-uh. You know what I'm saying? Shout out Angela Lee, mm-hmm. DJ Envy. Okay. <laughs> you know what Have you seen them in there yet? Nah, I seen pictures of them in there, but I missed the <laughs> shit. Like I'm like, see him. like, God damn. <laughs> when 50 Cent was in, you know what I'm saying, on the block. Right, 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 right. So they, you know, they did a couple of events in there, but I, I missed that shit. Okay. But I went over there, Juices for Life, got what me, you, some, you know what I'm saying, a little protein situation. Okay. You know what I'm saying? I don't know the name of what shit I got. But, but it wasn't the future. It was some nah, more. Nah, it wasn't the future. I had to get some real shit. <laughs> well, you work out. You want to maintain the, the balance. You don't get no bullshit for at least yeah, nah, nah, four nah. hours. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? So that shit was cool, man. So what's up? You going back? Is you da- going you da- back tomorrow, 6 o'clock. Oh, so it's once a week? Well, it was once a week for me. Oh, okay. Right. Six <laughs> o'clock. Six o'clock, man. That shit was good. Six o'clock was good because it don't interfere with nothing in your day. Except your sleep. Ain't nobody fucking with you at six o'clock. That's what's up. You know what I'm saying? Ain't nobody, ain't nobody asking for no work. Ain't nobody doing shit. That's what's so up. So you get that, you get done. You know what I'm saying? By the time you hit Juice for Life, shit, now the phone ringing, but you good. I, I was answering the phone like, hey, what's happening? Yeah, we can do that. Let's get it. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? That's always I, good. I was getting money. That's always good. Motherfucker, <laughs> that sound like they ready to conquer the day. <laughs> it's two different, You because you could call somebody and feel like the day conquered them, and it's only 10 a.m. <laughs> Hello? Like, yo, you are high? No, I'm fine. You sleeping? No, 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 no. What's nah, nah, nah. What's up? What's up? What's up? Nah, nah, I'm good. What's happening? Nah, what you talking about? <laughs> nah, man. I was on that you shit. You was, uh, hello. <laughs> hey, hey, hey. Good morning. Welcome to Movie Phone. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> oh, shit, yeah, man. That shit was dope, man. I'm on that shit now. I even jogged yesterday. I ain't jogged ever in oh, life. Oh, shit. Since, I fought since job. basketball practice. <laughs> Where you jogged to? <laughs> I jogged to the end of the block. Okay. And then I was like, this shit ain't easy. <laughs> and then I walked. It also felt a little weird out there jogging. But see, I went late. Okay. Cause I went, I tried to go late, but it was still people coming home from work. <laughs> you tried to go late because you wanted to go on the low? <laughs> I wanted to go on the <laughs> absolute low. Yeah, I wanted to be I'll out be there. there <laughs> you know what I'm I wanted to be in the motherfucking darkness by myself. Wind up with somebody Instagram live. Yeah, Yo, look, look at him. I'm struggling. Look at him. <laughs> look at him. Oh, so, so, you know, now nah, I, I hit it. You know what I'm saying? And I got, you know, once I got my little first little walk and then I hit it again. Right. I, I'm like, okay, I'm good now. I could, I could, I could push through this shit. So I went around. I went about four, five blocks. Oh, why? Right. And then came back, and then uh, came down my stretch. You know what I'm saying? And and shit, you know, even though it was a little tough, cause I ain't ran in, you know what I'm saying, in a while. That shit felt all right though. I felt like you was back. I was like, okay, shit, I feel all right. I can, you know do, this. I can do this shit, man. Yeah. I'm gonna I'm run again tonight. All right, shit. You know what I'm saying? All right. You know, once you once your body asking for it, you know what I'm saying. You try to you there try you to go. you know oblige if you can. Some night running. Yeah, I'm only you only gonna catch me running. <laughs> Not in the daytime. Running running is for motherfuckers who know how to do it. Yeah. I don't know how I look running. I yeah. ain't never seen myself run. Yeah, yeah, nah, you, <laughs> you know what you should do though, because I, I might do it again. I haven't done it before actually. Get on that uh the treadmill they got where they show how you run. You know what I mean? Like they break down your shit. You go to like. And there is a Models. I thought that shit was closed. That yeah, I went. Was, I went there. Yeah. Got my shit. There, it might be at that Models, but I know for sure down like Paragon mm-hmm. downtown, they got one of them treadmills, and they they shit goes to a computer printout. Be like, okay, you run this way, da da da. This type of shoe you need, all of that shit. Oh, okay, something okay. to know. Well, you know, get your run fight go. Yeah, I had. I pulled out some old ass Air Max and shit. 
oh shit. I had never worn one. Oh, all right. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Some, oh, they, they back in the day joints, you know what I'm saying? Probably 2004. Mm-hmm. Ah. But I ain't never worn some dead stock pieces. Yeah, I guess you know, bubble like, still work. Yeah, bubble was still good. I thought the sole might have fell off, but if not, it was good. Oh, all right. I put them on, and and ran right through it. I'm like, okay, shit, that's what it is. That's what's up. Oh shit. I like this Diddy shit. It was pretty good. Summer Collada was all right. Not mad. Man, Diddy been doing it for the culture, man, since ninety. 90. It's been a long, 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 long you know time. Saying? Diddy been doing it for the culture, man. He deserve it, man. Yeah. You know what I mean? He done, you know, he done threw a bunch of people under the bus and, you know what I'm saying, had them <laughs> running out to the motherfucking pasture. But <laughs> other than that. That's the worst <laughs> toast ever. <laughs> he, been, he been doing it. Uh, <laughs> we was talking about motherfucking, who we was talking about? We was saying, where Craig Mack at? Oh. And then my wife looked up Craig Mack and Uh-oh. said he was in a cult. In South Carolina. Oh. What's the name of the cult? I forget, man. You had to Google it. But I'm like, damn. Craig Mack went to a cult. Right. Mace went to the church. Loom became Muslim. Shine became Jewish. Right. Or Israelitish. Right. Or whatever. You know what I'm saying? Who else? What else happened? I don't know. Big, Big died. Big got killed. Uh, Faith still singing. Yeah. Lil' Kim got plastic. Right. Black Rob, what happened to Black Rob? Black Rob, yeah, stroke. That was bad. Yeah, he had stroke. Went to jail. No one went to jail. G Dep turned himself in. G Dep just had some type of spiritual awakening and turned himself in. I don't know what be going on, man, but you know that shit is tough. He did it for the culture. <laughs> shit is tough. Well, look, the summer collada's good. That shit is that shit is all right. The music good, you know what I'm saying? Oh, I ain't shit. shit. I ain't tripping at all. Puff did it, man. I ain't you know what I'm saying? I ain't gonna bad my puff. I'm just saying. I'm said it sounds like it. No, I'm me. just saying. Didn't just might not even be his problem. He's oh, just right. people that was affiliated that just went off to the way. It's tough. It's tough. Fuck it. They say working with that motherfucker. It's like it's like like working with a physical trainer. Like this motherfucker be working. There's people that uh, they can't. They yeah. be breaking down. Yeah, yeah. He work your ass. That's crazy. You know what I'm saying? Can't stop, won't stop. Yeah, that's crazy shit. You could work for Puff? Nah, not at this point in my life. <laughs> nah. We could work together, though. We could partner up. But I don't know. This motherfucker sound like he got that treadmill shit. <laughs> you know what I mean? Oh shit! That does, he sounded like he called you way earlier than you used to be a call. Yeah, yeah. What's up, Playboy? Hey, Playboy, Playboy. Hey, man. It's three thirty. We gotta be be at Teterboro at five, man. We going to motherfucking such and such for. I a know week. you ain't sleep for a week. That's well, the, what about my uh, my baby? That's the last. Ba- year. Hey, hey. <laughs> I don't know. I know you ain't sleep. Your baby understand. You know what I'm saying? How many things you think hear that? Your baby will understand. You know what I'm saying? When you bring that money home, your baby understands, son. Your baby ain't gonna remember you wasn't there anyway. How old's your baby? Oh yeah, your baby ain't gonna remember that shit. You know what I'm saying? Take some photos. You know what I'm saying? Get it now. You know what I mean? Go get this. You know what I'm saying? Oh shit. Nobody nobody love their baby more than DJ Khaled love Assad, boy. That that's DJ. Is, is he up for the Black Fathers of the Year award? Is he black? That's what that's what the asterisk is. I mean, how how progressive are you? Callis <coughs> is not Callis. What is Callis? The Brown Father of the Year. Hey, Brown Fathers. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Brown Fathers unite. So it's a different. It's yeah, a it's different. A different. You know, Callis ain't black. A different division. I don't know. That's, that's I don't know what's black. That's anymore. like French Montana for Black Father. No, French Montana can't be black. No, no, he's Brown. He's Brown. But he's from Africa. But he's from Morocco. 
That's Africa. But he from the north side. It, oh, it could go both ways. It could go both ways on the north all... side. No. Damn. Hey, even in Africa, even in South Africa, you know what I'm saying? You got blacks, coloreds, right. and whites. Right. You know what I'm saying? Now, Charlize Theron, now, she ain't, I mean, she's, you know, she's white South African. But French Montez, I feel like it's, we, more, it's, it's brown. He brown. Feel, he a brown. Like he, we got he, we got a brotherhood, yeah. but he, he a brown brother. All right. You know what I'm saying? Who got who got black fathers of the game? Is it uh, what's my man, Lavar Bell? And uh, have you been? Did you follow that whole shit? <laughs> yeah, I've been, I've been watching. <laughs> did you follow that? He's he's up there. He out there. Yeah, he representing for his clan. He is Muhammad Ali in it. You know what I'm saying? People get mad at him. You know what I'm saying? But. For me, you know what I'm saying, I don't follow high school basketball like that, per se. He's college. He's in college. He, well, he's in college now, and it's, it's, you know what I'm saying, he just finished his first year. But the other two are still in high school. Mm-hmm. So I don't, I don't really follow it all that tough like that, but shit, without his daddy big mouth, I wouldn't know nothing about none of them. True indeed. I still don't know enough about him, so, I mean, we... You know what I'm saying? It's just like the other kid who they saying better than him, who I can't even remember his name. Yeah, see? You know what I'm saying? <laughs> I don't know. And who was supposed to be better than him? You know I don't mean? even know why we going this deep into sports because I don't we have much. In, we ain't deep into sports, oh, but don't discount our conversation because we no, have it. Well, no, I'm not discounting it, but what I'm saying is I'm recognizing that we not gonna go much further because you were saying, look, hey, I don't know much about this cat, and then I heard this other guy is better than the guy, but I don't know that guy's but, name. But the people listening, they know who the fuck I'm talking uh-huh. about. It's somebody out there know who fuck I'm talking about. Well, that other cat who who's supposed to be better than the bell, the ball boy. Right. The people who, who listening know we don't really go this far into sports anyway. They're like, yo, these motherfuckers is really they going forward. I say this last thing. This was a sports era, right? It's the playoffs. I'm I'm in now. It's the drama time. But it's, and it's, I'm in. It's, I'm in. Now. And it's the draft. I catch all the highlight shit. There's some cat Taka, Takashi or something. Tack at a uh, tack on um on uh Twitter. He. He got drafted by the the uh, Atlanta Falcons, mm-hmm. and I guess he had told his grandmother that he was going to get drafted. He was like, yo, watch, I'm going to get drafted, blah, blah, blah. She mm-hmm. died immediately after he told her. So he comes to the draft mm-hmm. with like a huge poster framed of his grandmother. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And was hyped, like, yeah, I told y'all, mother. He like stole the show, I told you. Right. I ain't no fucking, and he said, said Fucking said, or some fuck. shit. I'm about, I got fined before I even got my contract. Right, 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 right. But they they reversed the fine or whatever. But uh, that's it. Again, like I don't have much I, more. I, 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 I also, I also I just, know. That's all I know. I know Dalvin Cook didn't get drafted in the first round, which was a disgrace to the to the Miami race. Man, I thought Dalvin Cook was Dalvin from Jodeci. See, that's how all the way. Yeah, no, what no, you no. mean? He didn't get drafted? He went to he U.M.? He was like the baddest running back in fucking college football. From where? U.M.? From, from FSU. And he went to, he's from Miami? He's from Miami. And nobody picked him up? They picked him up in the second round real deep, Minnesota. Man, but they man. drug him because before the draft, a couple of days before the draft, somebody was out there spreading, you know what I'm saying? You know, lost on his name, saying, you know what I'm saying? He got these red flags, blah, blah, blah. And then, um, you know, I but you know, it's it's the draft. You know what I'm saying? Every year they drop somebody to the motherfucking second round to pay them less and get a better fucking deal on them. I right. think the shit is a scam and a conspiracy. It could be. You know what I'm saying? Because he, you know, he was he the baddest motherfucking running back on that was on the board. But I did hear it. I could be wrong, but the listeners will let us know. I've heard that uh, running backs aren't as um, and I sought after as before because the game changed with all concussions and shit like that. They don't really. A lot of people don't run their running backs like they used to. Right. So now it's going to like receivers and quarterbacks and, and defensive people. 
running backs aren't like yeah, but that still ain't no excuse not to to, to draft Dalvin Cook in the first round. Hey, you know what I mean? I mean, that's they just wanted the motherfucking deal and a discount. They could have bet. I mean, shit. You know, but Jen, you ain't got no real choice in that matter. You know what I'm saying? You just a motherfucker trying to get to the pros. You ain't had no choice. I mean, shit. At this point, it's not up to you at this point. Exactly. Yeah, go. Hopefully, this call come in. That's some shit. That's fucked up. But you know, it's he good. He's still gonna make you know, saying a few million this year. Ain't nothing to it. He'll get it back on the second contract. I hope so. I don't. I don't really. I Y'all don't, don't really, really give a fuck. I, nah, absolutely. So, We've been talking so about party sports people. three minutes longer than we should have. I don't know Dalvin at all. But shout out to shout out to that man. I know you're going to be all right. I know you're going to be fine. I know you're new singer. You ain't shit. Nah, I'm saying niggas all right. He's going to be fine. He's going to be fine. <laughs> shout out to that man. Yo, do you watch Everyday Struggle? With no. uh, Joe Button and DJ Academics, uh-uh. I don't really like Joe Button, and I, I know that I know that sound real haterish, you know what I'm saying? But nah, I don't think I just I just I didn't like his new persona outside of rap, so I just don't I didn't I stopped fucking with him. What do you, what's the persona outside? Just Love like when you know, not even before even before loving him, just when he's just beefing with his girls on Twitter and just you know what I'm saying. Mm. Just look like you know what I'm saying, just like a suck ass nigga on that shit like that. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, that's I just mean, a perception. Yeah, nah, you know what I'm I, I don't mean, know him. Absolutely, you know what I'm he probably cool as fuck. But you know what I'm who knows? But he be know. doing sucker shit on the twitters and shit. I don't know what he do no more. But back in the day, <laughs> when he was with Tahiri and all that shit, there was a lot of sucker shit going on. So I stopped fucking with him. It just ruined my whole little like. You know what I'm saying? That's what Twitter fucked up a lot of shit for certain rappers. You start to see too much of their personality. Like it's cool when it's just within the bars. Right. He's like, all right, I can dig this. All right, yeah, he dropped one line, and, you know. Right, it was uh, it, yeah. questionable. It's cool. But after a while, but when you're on the Twitter, really typing that shit out, looking at the timeline, you're like, ah, yeah. with no A and R and no none of that shit. Anyway, I was gonna tell you they got a show. It's like a first take for hip hop. Uh-huh. DJ Academics is kind of. Uh, I don't even know if he's really known for DJing. I just know him for. <laughs> That ass, I don't, I, I don't, you know, I really don't. A lot of these DJs you don't know for DJing no more. What am I say? DJ Mustard, you don't know. I mean, he's a producer. Right. Right, DJ right, right, Esco. Right, right, I'm right, sure right. they DJ, but I don't know him for that. Right, right, right. So, uh, but DJ Academics' whole shit is, he used to do these videos. And I wasn't even all the way watching because I'm not the biggest fan of the recap video. The recap video always come up when you're looking for the real video. You know what I mean? When the real video getting scrubbed from the internet and you trying to find as all these, here's what I think. Right. So right. he he like started killing the game in that shit. Like all types of insight and shit, blah, 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 blah. So he built some traction. Mm-hmm. And then Joe Button, he has a podcast where he talks about hip hop, but then his slant is, you know, he's a quote unquote retired rapper. So mm-hmm. it's kind of oh, like who? Joe Button. That's what he said here, retired. He rapper. calls himself retired. Okay. You know. So <clears throat> That's cool. He's kind of like one of these uh, cats that's on like inside the NBA. You know what I mean? Like mm-hmm. he's he's playing like that. Right. And uh, it becomes like the first take for uh, for hip hop. And it's interesting. It's interesting because to your point, he's become very polarizing. Mm-hmm. Because it is interesting because he's made a transition to where now he's behind the mic, not as a rapper, but as media, I guess, or as a right. commentator. Right. You know what I mean? A pundit. A pundit. Absolutely. A pundit. More so than anybody else. I mean, I've seen like like Nori's kind of doing media, but it's still, I'm a rapper. Right. You know what I mean? I'm still, it feels like it's kind of like I'm still going to defer to the to the, to the the rap culture. 
to right. the you know what I mean the, to the brotherhood or whatever to the community. Whereas Joe is like, this is why this shit is trash. This motherfucker's whack. Da 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 da. Like killing motherfuckers. Right. He's Stephen A. Smith. Stephen A. Smith in this. <laughs> so they had uh. So this, they've never had the uh, artist on it, but he been shitting on a lot of artists. So he's coming in on going in on Yachty. So they had little Yachty up there today for the first time, whatever, whatever. And then, mm-hmm. you know, it was pretty interesting. I've always felt like with Yachty, I'm not the biggest fan of his music. It's not my type of thing. It's a little too sing-songy. Mm-hmm. I understand. It's more earworm shit. I could dig it. You know what I mean? I'm sure if you got kids, that shit is, you know what I mean? I, I get the appeal. Mm-hmm. But what I've always, I was struck by from the door, it's got a personality. You know what I mean? Like a lot of these cats, these these new rappers that I might, they might not make shit for me. Right. I appreciate the business or I appreciate the person that like when I watch right. like I see a Vince Staples I might not listen to his albums all the time he's not whack mm-hmm. but I don't listen to his albums like that but I think Vince Staples if he was a comedian that nigga would be killer because he's funny as shit he got a hell of a point of view blah 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 right anyway so Lil Yachty talk to me oh I but I was saying all of, I was saying all of that to say <laughs> well, it's fucked up because you haven't seen the show but you see shit like First Take or yeah, whatever but just tell me it's one of these shows that kind of Celebrates the hot take oh, or, the, okay. or the point of view. All right, you right, know, right, right. Hip hop has always been fueled by debate. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? But when it goes public, then it could it could straddle that line of is that hate or is that just debate? You know mm-hmm. what I mean? Barbershop talk is barbershop talk when it's in the barbershop, but then when it's in front of the in front of the people, right? Now it becomes an attack. Right. So it was just interesting. I was um well, you haven't seen the shit, so we can't. No, really I haven't seen it. But chop you know, it up about that. You know, I could chop up shit. What do you think about this whole hot take culture? Do you feel like you feel like there's any value in the hot take? Do you feel I like mean, if it's if it's going on, then it's obviously some value there. You know what I'm saying? If if people are doing it and people are talking it, but you know what I'm saying, explain the hot take for the people. Chris, what's the uh, what is the definition? I would say the hot take is just basically I don't want to say inflammatory, but it's like an immediate summary or not deduction or just saying some shit for the shock value or just for the for the cuz you know it's going to spark some type of yeah it, it stirs the pot reaction. something to stir like, the pot stir, i guess stir the pot. there we go so here's the de- when you type in hot take the definition that comes up is a piece of commentary typically produced quickly in response to a recent event whose primary purpose is to attract attention right and and and, and in this era we're in the social media we're era we're in social media area era and the, the the fucking social media is a beast that needs to be fed every day. Right. It wakes up hungry as fuck. Uh-huh. And then there's going to be people that give it food, which mm-hmm. is a lot of times the hot take or the somebody who fucked up or, you know what I'm saying, who produced a bad commercial or, you know what I'm saying, some celebrity that did this. And, and all day is just hot takes. Like trending topics is the hot take of the moment. You know what right. I mean? Right. So- Yes, it's relevant to have these hot takes in the in the space because you have people on a twenty four hour cycle just looking to devour content, mm-hmm. you know, looking for something, mm-hmm. waiting for something, can't wait for shit to happen. And then there's people that's giving it to them. You know what I'm saying? It's like where motherfucking Chris Jenner, she's motherfucker mastermind of giving that motherfucking machine something to talk about. You know. And she so, gives them content. Keeping them with content. Right. You know what I'm saying? And if you can keep yourself in that content, then you will be in the conversation. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? So it's definitely relevant and important. It's just, you know, how do you how do you maintain a balance between hot take 
caricature and, and caricature caricature and real shit that we want to talk about and real dialogue real dialogue instead of, you know instead of being prompted by inflammatory shit that you just always back and forth you know what I'm saying Kermit the Frog on the typewriter shit all day I guess that's the new that's the new bait and switch one two punch right you know how there was this shit like you know how they say uh, there was this whole phenomenon negging or whatever where you say some fucked up shit to somebody mm-hmm. right just to get their attention and then once you got their attention based off of the fucked up shit you said now you had a conversation mm-hmm. so it's kind of like let me say some wild shit and then whoa 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 whoa, whoa. let's have this conversation right, 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 right. <laughs> it's I that. mean but that's how that's how media go though man it's been that way though it's been that way for a long time for man. a while I think mean, not forever they had more controls over it I feel like it's a little bit more salacious now and it's almost like you could if you're not careful well, I guess you just, not even if you're not careful, there's a lot of backpedaling that comes with that hot take shit too. Right, because right, that's right. the thing, you galvanize these people, oh, LeBron is trash, like Skip Bayless, or Yachty is garbage or whatever. And then when they there, ah, well, you know, I don't want to say, you know, you kind of remind me of me. It's like, wait a minute now, hold on. Yeah, you know what I mean? Because you, you want get, the conversation. You don't, don't want to get punched in the nose. Well, not even, no, uh, no. <laughs> not even that, which could always happen too, but just... I guess that I mean, it, you, you know, I guess you talking out of both sides of your mouth. Yeah, but you running a business in a media company, and you want views, you want attention, you want people to come back. So you're saying what you have to say to get these people to come back. You know what I'm saying? You ever had a take that was too hot and you're like shit in public? <laughs> yeah, in public <laughs> or Twitter. You ever you ever had a take you like ah shit? That it don't even have to be nothing inflammatory. It could just be some shit. Cause I mean, motherfuckers jump out the window so definitively now, and then you be like, a couple of days later, you be like, you know, what? I don't really feel that way no more. Uh, I mean, I'm sure I have. I just I can't, just can't re- think of that in particular. I can't re- recall any any time. I remember Cassie tried to drag me on the internet one time. What? <laughs> nah, this is new shit. I never heard this. <laughs> I was, you know, I used to be in on Lower East Side. You know what I'm saying? Working out the whole food, just trapping all, you know what I'm saying, right. all over in that area. And I think she lived in the, the building that was behind Whole Foods. Okay. And so one day I was coming out going going down the world. Right. And I seen her coming. She was walking in front of me, right. Going about to go in the building. And I had snapped this shot and I, and I wrote on Twitter, you know what I'm saying? I said some shit about like you know, all black with the back out, you know what I'm saying? It wasn't even nothing silly. It was just Ooh. like a description of, of what it was. Of Cassie <laughs> seeing Cassie on Lower East Side, whatever. Okay. And then she responded, Well, da 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 No, I really don't remember exactly what she what said. Was the, what was the gist? The gist was that I was that I was trying to drag her by I don't know why she thought I was trying to drag her. I just said so she oh. got defensive. She got defensive than a motherfucker. And, and I'm like, hey, wait a minute. I'm, what were you talking about? All black with the back out. Because she had on a shirt that was backed out. She uh-huh. had on all black uh-huh. and her back was out. Oh, okay. I mean, it was just a description of the picture that I took. You know, right, I right. get poetic sometimes. Right, right, right. <laughs> 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 you do get a little poetic. <laughs> I get a little poetic or whatever. Oh, yeah. I guess she didn't take too kindly of my poetry. So she was basically like, you know what I'm saying, motherfucker, don't be trying. I don't know if, if she was somewhere where she wasn't supposed to be. I don't know right. what the fuck was going on. But I was like, hey, I'm just describing the picture. I saw you. And you tagged her. Yeah. I, no, I did I? I might have. I probably tagged her. 
Did you feel any way about taking a photo of her from behind? As a, she's a woman, y'all don't know each other, and then you put it on the internet. To see, this was the beginning of the of the Twitter era. This is like okay. 2007. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Moment. So it's a teachable moment. You don't know. You just you just out in the world like, oh, that's Cassie. Snap, snap. Right. And see, before I took a couple of snaps before she was, you know, what I'm saying? it was just a back. It was like you know from the side, but that shit didn't look right. Right. You know what I'm saying? So I posted the one that was just from the back. You know what I'm saying? And you know. Again, she called me out. I said some slick shit back about, about you know what I'm saying? Hey, I was just, you know what I'm saying? You went in. No, I didn't pull go. a Joe button, did no, you? No, 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 no. It was really like a, it was really like a, you know what I'm saying? Hey, it wasn't meant to be the way you took it. Right. You know what I'm saying? It was just, I seen hey, you, you had on the all black. I seen right. you in the Lord east side. Right. I had was shot you out. Right. And then it was just you like, oh, you know what I mean? One of them, one of them kind of shits. Yeah. But you know, hey. Did it get traction? How much traction? No, it didn't get no much traction. Uh, okay. It didn't get no hey, much traction. Put know. that fire out immediately. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, I mean, I wasn't, I wasn't that big of a deal to be getting that kind of traction. Sometimes you know. And then Cassie probably wasn't either. But. <laughs> <laughs> Seems like you can't. Ah, shit. Damn. All right. Uh. Ah, <laughs> oh, shit. It wasn't no big deal, it's all man. That's all I'm saying. It wasn't no... <laughs> Hilarious. Oh, shit, man. What else is going on, dude? Chris. We got Chris in the building. Chris Chris just came back from the Black Smithsonian. Mm, mm, mm. Walked yeah. in a motherfucker. Chris, tell us about uh, your account. Uh, well, I had a great time, first of all, and I thank you for... Uh, you set me up with Cameron, who works the museum, who got you into the museum. Absolutely. Uh, right. Shout which out to Cam. I sit here, I listen to you talk about it, and I was like, oh, I should go to the museum. Uh, and then I waited two weeks, and I was like, I got to get tickets. Yeah. And I was like, oh, I can't get tickets. Uh-huh. So I texted you, and you helped me out, which and, I appreciate. And Cam made it happen. Shout yeah. out to that, man. Um, what you thinking? How was it? Oh, I mean, it is a... You know, I mean, it's a full day experience. You know, if you're going to go really set aside some time and, right. and plan on mm-hmm. doing that. Right. It's a... I mean, it's a great experience. I mean, mm-hmm. it, you know, it gets heavy, obviously, and at parts, you know. <laughs> yeah, like shit. Because uh, yeah. I mean, because like you said when you talked right. about it, it's like you take an elevator down, and now you're in 1400. Right. And the slave trade is starting. Right. You know what I mean, so you know, and you learn things about that that we talked about. Um, you know, I didn't realize what a, what a impact sugar had on the slave trade, and like how that was a big start of it. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, learn things about Rosa Parks uh, that she was not planning on doing. You know the not sitting at the back of the bus and like doing uh-huh. that type of protest until after Emmett Till uh, got killed. And, you know, just a lot of things, but it's, it's a, it's a great, great trip. I mean, I had a great time That's being there. It was awesome. Yeah. What's your lady thing? Uh, you know, one of the things that really like bothered her immediately, they have the, uh, the Angola uh, prison like cell oh, yeah, set yeah, up yeah, and yeah. they, you know, it talks about the numbers of, you know, that's, black that's, people that are incarcerated. That's in New Orleans. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 30 years is the minimum. That's what C murder at. Oh, yeah, it's fucked up. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? Angola like a, is motherfucker. like Guantanamo. It looks horrible. Right, which was a former slave plantation that right. just essentially turned into exactly the same thing, but right. it's right. a prison. Yeah. <laughs> um, you know, and you're seeing all the numbers of people that are incarcerated, and, you know, that that's... Right. It's the best... If you have to make an argument for people that don't necessarily, you know, might be racist or don't agree with, you know, things that need to be done to correct, you know, systemic wrongs in the society. Like you go and look and you see the history and you go, it's very hard to argue with, Uh, you know, the history that that is taking place there. So they got the receipts. Mm. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. 
So it was now, great. I mean, I had a great time there. Now, as a white guy, did you get any sidelong glances? No, you know, and that's the other thing too. I was, very, I mean, for the amount of people that were there, we got there, we were there at like 10 o'clock when it uh-huh. opened, but then as the day goes along, obviously a lot more people are, right. are in there. Uh-huh. Everybody was very cool. There was no, like, <laughs> compared like compared to even going to just like a regular public right, thing, right, right. like people were taking it seriously and like right. everybody was cool, you know. So, yeah. <laughs> it wasn't hilarious. <laughs> so. What white activity did you do immediately after? I watched the hockey game. There you go. Yeah. You had to cleanse it. <laughs> it was like, ah, it's enough. Ethnic cleansing. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. oh, that was black. <laughs> oh, shit. Nah, that's what's up. I appreciate you going, man. On behalf of the one black guy that I am, I appreciate you <laughs> visiting the museum. <laughs> that ass don't tell you folks. Anyway, man. Uh, so what's up, man? Talking man, they still killing black folks, man. Oh, speaking shit. of the museum, well, we gonna keep it heavy. <laughs> nah, I mean, keep going. No, talk about it. You know they done shot a little fifteen year old in the head, man, just on some bullshit. There's always some bullshit out in Dallas and shit, you know. Yeah. But you know it's interesting though that the the chief of police he kind of jumped out ahead of it before the you know what I'm saying the movement started heading to their town. Ahead of it in what way? Because, like, you know, originally the story was that, you know, the police was saying that the car was reversing aggressively down the street towards the police cruiser. That's why he shot. Right, right, right. Chris, can we get his name? I think it's Jordan. Yeah, it's Jordan, Jordan, Edwards. Jordan Edwards. Jordan Edwards. Yeah. Jordan Edwards. Yeah. I'm saying, remember, remember that. Right. And then so the chief of police came back right. the next day, which today is like, hey, well, listen, I think I've misspoken. And, you know, from what I've seen in the video, you know, the car was not going backwards. It was going forwards. And this is not, you know, according to our type of policy. We don't really roll like this. So we're going to investigate this shit to the fullest. You know what I'm saying? Right. So he kind of, this is the first time I've really seen a chief go against the people, the officers. Right, 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 right. He and damage control a little bit. Yeah, damage control. And then really just saying, hey, this shit don't look right to me. Right. You know what I'm saying? Like, you don't really know, but they usually, you know what I'm saying, stand behind their guys. White chief? It sound white. I didn't see his face. I just heard his voice. Okay. So I can't really, I can't confirm nor deny. Did they identify the officer yet or not? They, they did not okay. identify the officer. They He said he wouldn't identify the officer. He presented all the shit to the grand jury and they not, they didn't release the video. Because, mm. you know, he probably watched that video. Like, when this video get out, it's, it's going to be, be fucked up. Yeah. This motherfucker just used these kids as target practice. Right. It's like the Chicago video. Remember that shit? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, you know what I'm saying? He like, man, don't bring these riots to my town. We working on it. Right. You know what I mean? So I guess, you know, that's a change. You know what I'm saying? It's like the the art piece with, uh in New York, they got this art piece that's going around that the artist is posting up in train stations and on buildings with Mike Brown on it. And it's a New York Times. It looked like a New York Times cover blown up to like eight feet tall. And then, you know what I'm saying? But the headline is like, you know, uh, a young man with promise. Like, you know what I'm saying? Something that the New York Times did not say right. about a Mike Brown. You know what I'm saying? Uh, kind of showing how the narrative is different. Exactly. Uh, it's interesting. So it, it, it crossed out all the words of the article, but then, you know, just kept the positive words about Mike Brown. But in this case, you know what I'm saying? I ain't seen that. Where's that? It's in the. It's in, on the side of Sincerely Tommy now. Really? They just did it uh, yesterday. 
They just okay. put it up on the side. On the side of the actual store? Or on the side okay. of the store. But it's, it's been in the train station. It's been in a couple different places. I've, I've been sitting in Brooklyn. You got to find out who the artist is. If y'all yeah. know the artist, uh, tag them in the, in the comments or Hold hit on. us on Twitter. I, I could pull it up. I'll pull it up by the time we get off. All right. But, um, but in this particular case, it's almost like instead of reporting it how they usually report it, yeah. you know what I'm saying? They're reporting it in the way that that artist presented it. Right. On that New York Times cover, because the kid was a good kid, right, 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 you know what I'm right. saying. And the kid had a three point five average, and you know what I'm saying. Everybody loved him, and you yeah. know what I'm saying. You just killed the motherfucking innocent ass kid, yeah. Which shouldn't even matter, right? Because you shouldn't be killing innocent motherfuckers. You, you shouldn't be couldn't killing guilty motherfuckers. Especially if they ain't trying to kill you. You know what I'm saying. You ain't. You shouldn't even be killing guilty motherfuckers in America because you know we got a justice system for that, right? You know what I'm saying, right? So, but they use that shit. Because well, he had felonies before, da, 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 you know, and then people feel like, well, you you know, you had a, you know, you should have killed him, right? Well, you they know? well they try to fuck up the character of right. the victim, to when, where now the victim, the dead victim, or the person that's been assaulted or whatever, has to defend their character when they were the victim, and they already did. If they dead, I right. mean, when they dead, it's even worse because then you can't, you know, shit, you can't defend yourself when you're gone. That's that bullshit. Yeah, so so this particular story, you know what I'm saying, is it's different in the way that it's being projected. And I'm interested to see how that goes and how it how things, you know what I'm saying, go when it's not as when the victim is not as clean. You know what I'm saying? Right. Cause it shouldn't matter. Right. What's well, interesting you saying that, I mean, this is fictional, but I've been watching this show Shots Fired mm. on Fox. With uh, Mac Wilds, Sanaa Lathan, I forget the other guy's name. It's newer cat, mm-hmm. but basically, it's about the story of a black cop shooting a white kid, mm-hmm. killing him. Right. Right. Then they find out later there was a cop that killed the black kid that nobody was talking about, and it it, it kind of shows the the dual narratives and how they try to bring them together. It's pretty interesting. I mean, just on a fictional bent. I mean, you know, mm-hmm. shit. Life is informing art. Mm-hmm. But it's, yeah, we it's got, worth checking out. We got to talk about it. It's a hot topic. It's a whatever, whatever, you know what I'm saying? Whatever the fuck we just said earlier. Yeah, hot take. It's a hot motherfucker take. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Uh, I don't even think it's a hot take. I feel like it's just shit. Stop killing black people. That I don't think that's a. That shit. I could take that after after some heavy thought. <laughs> I had the same take. I don't think, you know what I mean? Like, I don't think that is a. I don't think that should be that fucking provocative. But it is. That's a damn you know what I'm saying? It's a damn shame, but it is. Because it's been provocative since Emmett Till. It's been provocative before that. Hey. But, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, you know. Man. It is what it is. You know what I'm saying? We fight. There you go. You, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Is that shit going to take over the summer? <laughs> I hope not. You know, I black- felt like we had a respite. I don't want to say like I mean. Yeah, I felt you know, like- they they let the elections go down and get right. good. Yo, know, they chilled out for a motherfucking right. minute. Now it's gonna now pick up summertime, again. Summertime, summertime. Shit, shit. You know what I'm saying? They 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 running the summer campaign. Who gonna run the summer? <laughs> you know what I'm saying, bringing this back, bringing you know that, bringing protest back. protest back for the summer. Ah, oh, shit. Y'all be safe out there, man. You know what I'm saying? And, and y'all stop shooting motherfuckers out there too. Cops. Stop shooting each other too. Yeah, don't do that. You know what I'm saying? Put the guns away. <laughs> I'm gonna protect my money, son. Uh, Niggas get shot every day, B. Yeah, I mean. 
it get out the way of that sometimes. More often than I mean, I don't say more often than not. It's alternative lifestyles, man. Absolutely. It's crazy. That's something. It's something. I mean, yeah, I don't want to get all into that whole thing. But I was <laughs> No, I was thinking about guns just recently. Mm-hmm. I can understand why it's so hard for people not to give away their guns. Cause have you ever been in a situation where you felt like everybody had guns but you? You know what I mean? And then have you ever been in a situation where you might have a gun or there's a gun around and there's that security of the gun? You know what I mean? Like, it's false security, baby, mm-hmm. but it's like the fact that you think you got a gun, you, you're, you're, in a better, you're in better shape than someone that doesn't. Right. I mean, I put, I tell you like this, I've been in a situation where I needed a gun and didn't have it. And and, and you feel crazy. Oh, well, Not that been- I feel crazy, but you know what I'm saying? Oh, I got caught in a situation where I I would carry my pistol every day. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? This was at a younger age. You know what I'm saying? Just I'm one in New York either. I was in Florida. I would carry my shit every day, and then I went home to Miami and I left it there because I was going right back in about a week. And then I got into a situation where, you know what I'm saying? I got into a situation where I even reached for it. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Because I knew where it should be. Right. And then. It wasn't there. Oof. You know what I'm saying? And when you look back on it, it's like, I'm glad I wasn't. For the didn't. best. I didn't. I'm glad I didn't have it. Right. I took a ass whooping. Right. But I didn't go to jail. Nah. You know what I'm saying? For years. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Because I had to drop on the motherfucker. Right. But I ain't have my shit. Yeah. For the, like the first time like in years. Yeah. And, you know, shit. I'm glad I didn't because I'm right here. Right. <laughs> you know what I mean? Because that is, you know, when you, as you look at it, on the other side of that ass whipping, you know what I mean? Because it wasn't, it didn't come with no no cost at all. It was an ass whipping, but it gave you a lot of perspective. Gave you a whole lot of perspective. Because were you at that moment, you might have been ready to defend yourself, ready to let that gun go, but were you ready to have to deal with the, the fucking consequences that come with what would have happened? No, you when ain't, you think about the you whole want, shit, you want to think about the consequences of what may happen. You think about okay, this motherfucker up on me. Let me get him up off me. But I mean, like even when you take it just even a bigger step back, a macro step back to what got that motherfucker up on you, mm-hmm. it might have been some bullshit. It was definitely some bullshit. Right now, imagine having to be in fucking jail. <laughs> it was definitely some bullshit. Listen it was, to a bizarro Mr. Muhammad on the podcast. It was it was freedom a motherfucker. It was it was definitely some bullshit about some shit that, you know what I'm saying, some niggas I was with did. You know what I'm saying? Not even me. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So it it would definitely be like, damn, I'm sitting up in this motherfucker. Cause I'm the only nigga that they knew. Right. But it will, you know, I didn't, I wasn't the one, you know what I'm saying, disrespecting the man. Right. So, anyway, when the man caught up with me, he had his people. I was solo. Right. You know what I'm saying? First thing the nigga asked me was, yeah, what's up with your people? Where your boys at now? Yeah. And I said, listen, man, <laughs> that shit was then. Right. This shit is not, man. What's up? Uh-huh. What we gonna do? <laughs> this is that. Did what you say that do? before, or after you reached? This was after I reached, and I knew it, I knew what it was. <laughs> it's like, all right, well, let's get to <laughs> you know what I'm let's, let's not prolong this. I'm saying that was after, because at first, the first thing I did was, ooh, mother, oh, wow, Woo-hoo. you know. Shit. So you know, what I'm saying, but you know, we here, and I'm here, and I'm saying, and I'm, and I'm grown, and I got to be grown, right? 
and I ain't dead and I ain't spent motherfucking no however many years in prison and no shit like that. Yeah. You know man. what I'm saying? So cheers to that. <laughs> yeah. Cheers to that, man. No. I was trying to get about this heavy shit. We've been heavy for about seven good minutes. Man, you, why you counting these minutes, man? We I'm in the conversation, man. Everybody, you know what I'm saying? Light shit. We ain't even rolling out, All man. Right, shit. What's what good with you? What's going on, man? What's good with me, man? Everything. Everything. I'm just working. I'm out here working. Uh, getting on stage with a lot of new stuff. You know, mm. working out some new material. Uh... Getting inspired to do something, something new, you know. I've been just, you know, all I'm just taking in a whole lot of shit. I went to the Whitney again. Mm-hmm. They got the Biennial over there. They got some fly shit in there. Some some good art. Inspiration. Yeah, it was. It's always inspiration. You know what I mean? Just just the whole shit. And uh, there was some cool shit. There's there's this one photographer named Deanna Lawson. Deanna Lawson from Chicago. I think she's in Brooklyn now. She got some dope shit in there. Uh. I can't remember no more, but I remember that because that shit was dope. Uh, what else is going on, man? Just- man, I'm I'm just man, I'm working, man. I'm trying to grow, man. So I've been on a little growth spurt. What's that mean? I mean, shit. I've been getting getting busy. You know what I'm saying? I've been getting getting bigger situations, right? But then I also find you know what I'm saying that there's like a lot of growing pains associated with growing. Like you know what, what? I'm saying? It's just like when. You know, you say, you know, say you want to move up to the next level. Like, you know what I'm saying? I be shooting digital content. Mm-hmm. And, you know, you want to shoot more. You want to shoot TV shit. You want to shoot ads. And, you know what I'm saying? You want to shoot different shit because you feel like you can. You know what I'm saying? Feel like you got the talent. You could do it. But then when you bring in the business, it's certain things that come with that shit that you don't foresee because you ain't never did the shit before. So, like, say I shot an ad and shit. And for TV and it's a certain, you know, you map out the budget, you know what it's going to cost to shoot it and all that shit. But then when you get the TV, they want a different type of color. You know what I'm saying? They want a specific type of color. They want a specific type of audio. You know what I'm saying? You got to have a closed caption, you motherfucking. And then after all that, after you pay to do all that different shit, you got, that's money on color, money on motherfucking closed caption, money on this audio to get it to the right space. Mm-hmm. Then, they charge your ass to upload that shit to the TV network. Mm. So, oh, you mean if you just going independent, you doing your own shit? Well, I'm doing a commercial for a company, right? But I'm the production company, right? So they expecting you to do all of that. You know what I'm saying? Finish the product oh, and I then and then upload the product to the network. Oh, I didn't know that's how it worked. I thought you this with a- this with commercials, this with ads. Oh, okay. You know what I'm saying? Like usually, an ad agency would would do all the upload part. And usually, you know what I'm saying, a post-production house would do all that. I'm running my shit. I'm trying to get in the game. Right, right, you know right, 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 right. I'm shit. I'm all. So you got to start putting that in the budget. Yeah, you got to start. Yeah, that wasn't in the budget. Now I'm now, now you know. Now I'm moving backwards. I'm, I'm paying to do the damn ad. That now, was an expensive lesson. That was exp- that somebody said that shit was film school. That was your tuition. There you go. <laughs> that shit was. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Because it's like, damn. Like, you want that next shit. You get it. But then you got to understand that certain shit come with that next shit. You yeah. know what I'm saying? Like every big step, like you might have four or five big projects and you like, yeah, shit, I'm rolling. And then you catch a couple of more and now your motherfucking pipeline clogged up and you can't motherfucking do all that shit or you taking longer to do the shit than expected. And now 
you moving like you don't usually move, and people are like, yo, why it's taking so long? You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? And and that shit that shit don't feel good. And and I have to figure a way how to manage my growth now. Right. You know what I'm saying? So that's where I'm at with it. I'm like, I have to figure out how to how to fucking put things in place in anticipation right. of the growth. Because I know I'm going bigger now. Right. So I need to I, I had a meeting today with a with another production company that's more more into they do they only do TV shit. Right. You know what I'm saying? So that when I'm out here pitching new shit, I know that I could take that overflow from what I can't do in my company and put it somewhere who can that I know that's what that's down to work with me. Mm-hmm. So that's what that's where I'm at, man. I'm trying to trying to grow steady and motherfucking maintain that growth. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Cause cause if you you could you could get all that shit you wish for. Mm-hmm. And that shit will fuck your whole shit up if you're not ready, or if you're not prepared for what come with all that shit. Hmm. You know what I'm saying? So that's what I'm on. It's like you know, just I'm watching um, how you know it's graduation weeks and shit. You know, fan, you graduated this weekend. And I'm seeing all the pictures. You know, a lot of people I grew up with now they kids is graduating from college and shit like that. You know what I'm saying? So I'm watching all these graduations and watching these kids go out into the world. You know what I'm saying? And it's like, motherfucker, you got to be ready for this world, man. And even when you ain't, you know what I'm saying, you got to be ready for these headaches that you about to get running up against the wall. Yeah, it's going to get real. You know what I'm saying? So it's like, you know, as much as I could tell, it's like, you know, watch out for this, watch out for that. I've tried. And the thing is, you don't know what to watch out for until sometimes you got to bump into the shit before you. That's how you got to learn. Right. You but, know, but sometimes when that shit be when that learning come too late, you know what I'm saying? It's some of this shit, man, because some of this shit you could have learned in school, but they ain't teaching it. Mm. You know what I'm saying? It's like it's like say with with advertising, marketing business and shit. You know what I'm saying? It's people go to school for advertising and marketing, and they, you know, what I'm saying they feel like they could write and they feel like they could come up with the the concepts and they could they know how to make shit move and they know people and who what people want to buy. But then you go interview for this job and you don't really understand that the culture of the job itself is northeastern, very white, you know what I'm saying? Very we, you know what I'm saying? We mm-hmm. we we Cape Cod in it and Hamptons in it, you know what I'm saying? And it's more of a lifestyle shit and you don't understand that lifestyle. Mm-hmm. And you know what I'm saying? You going in as your regular self. And they like, nah, that motherfucker might not fit because he don't understand the lifestyle. Right. Which ain't got shit to do with the job. So, you know, it's like a lot of times I was talking to a guy. We had a tour called Game Behind the Game with Boost Mobile. Right. And and a guy from the ad agency was saying, you know, a lot of times I want to hire kids from HBCUs, but it's another part of me knowing that I can't because they're not socially ready you know what i'm saying now that was a problem for me to hear right because that shit ain't got nothing to do with the work you know what i'm saying it's just like how do you how do you how do you get socially ready if you don't motherfucker get in there right i mean i I feel like that's just a uh an excuse on a certain level it's it's an excuse but it's real it's real but it means that you're going to have to work with this person. It's like you're going if you recruit a basketball player that's got raw talent, 
but then may not know the fundamentals of certain of the game, like of part of the game. You got to teach them that. If you get a dope artist and they might not know how to count bars and shit, you got to do some A and R. Yeah, you, but you know a motherfucking nigga in a, in a company, you know he nobody want to work that you, hard. You no, know, not even that he don't want to work that hard. But you know that every move that that motherfucker made, he feel like he had to explain to all these other motherfuckers, right. and he don't, he not gonna take as big a risk. You know what I'm saying? For cause and that's that's the problem. That that is the problem. But again, if you know if you take this information and you put it a step down into the school level, right? You know what I'm saying? Then you could prepare kids a little bit better if you know it exists. I yeah, I mean it's, and then, and 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 again, I'm not I'm not I'm not explaining the way right. that it shouldn't exist. Right. I'm just saying in real talk, it exists. Absolutely. So so prepare for it. You know what I mean? So it's just like when we when when I start selling ads and shit and start going to the agency and you had the agency and then the 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 all of the reps that you fucking with, the media buyers and shit, they little young little Jewish girls and right. you know what I'm saying, they 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 look they look, you know what I'm saying? They look like they got money, you know what I'm saying? Right. They got, you know, they diamonds on and they they chilling. They they already came from money. And you got to go in there and sell that shit. But I'm selling some urban shit so they expect a urban nigga. Right, you know what I'm saying. So they they're they're more apt to understand what I'm talking about. But if I had to work with them, it might be a different story. If I had to work in their environment, you know what I'm saying. And but after doing it, and after talking to them, and after understanding, you know what I'm saying, Nantucket and the Hamptons and Cape Cod and motherfucking Martha's right. Vineyard and all that shit. After you understand it, it's easier. To to go in and be like, yeah, I understand. Hey, I'm going on. You, know you had what I mean? to be exposed to. You it. had to be exposed to it. And I'm just saying that if you if you take more exposure into the programs that the kids are coming through, then you know what I'm saying the kids might have a better chance. Right. I think. Yeah. I think. I mean, I'm not blaming nobody, but it could it could be all over the place. It could be in the schools, and it could be when you. When you get to the corporate level, maybe that's part of your orientation, or maybe there's some type of internship. You know what I mean? Yeah, like exactly. some some immersive, like immerse yourself. Immersion, in this, immersion. You know what I mean? Like immersion right. and and dead ass because if you are a, a agency that deals with some sort of culture, whatever that culture may be, you should kind of after a while, if you consider yourself an authority of that culture, you should kind of know what the tent poles of the culture is that you should maybe even have like a little, a little itinerary or a little immersion retreat that could give somebody a little bit of it. Obviously it's not the same shit, but it's a cliff notes version of, right. so you understand why this means that. And then we might have some people coming in and this is what it means to be raised like that and blah, 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 blah. You know, it's <laughs> like, it's like when people want to sell to the urban community and they not from that. You know what I mean? They got to kind of take cues and they asking questions. The thing is, you got to ask a whole lot of questions and and risk looking uninformed right. and being able to wear that shit. Be like, yo, I don't really know this shit. Right. And and hopefully somebody is is gracious enough to be like, look, let me show you peep, you know, peep game. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Because you've been that person for somebody. I'm sure somebody's been that person I mean, for you. I mean, shit, I was that motherfucker. Not even, I mean, I had to go to a place where I ain't no shit. You know what right. I'm saying? When I was in fucking St. Bart's, I ain't no shit. Right. You know what I'm saying? Russell Simmons and all them niggas looking at me like, look at this nigga. He fresh out the boat. But then... but <laughs> They weren't trying to help a nigga. Yeah, because but... motherfuckers <laughs> are some bullshit. <laughs> I don't know what the situation was with that. But let me ask you this. On a certain level, 
Mm-hmm. Two questions. On a certain level, there must have been something, even as uncomfortable as it is, must have been something a little thrilling about that. And then to think you'll never really feel that way again. You know what I mean? Every time you go back, you're a little bit right. more and more immersed in the culture, but, but, but you'll never feel like but, that but, new right. fish out of water motherfucker. Right. But see, on the, at the same token, I'm I'm used to being in that type of environment right. where you have to learn, so I'm used to studying. So it wasn't as a big of a deal as you know. what I'm saying it could have been. Like right. you know, what I'm saying I know at a certain point, you know, I came into the spot and I didn't really know how the spot ran. Like right. well, you know, what I'm saying how the seating shit go. Right. Like, they kind of laughed at me and was like, "Nah, you can sit anywhere you want." Right. You know, what I'm saying I didn't feel no motherfucking kind of way. Right. Because you know, what I'm saying I ain't supposed to know. You right. know, what I'm saying and I'm, but I'm in this bitch. Right. You know, what I'm saying I'm gonna go find my motherfucking seat and I'm gonna be good. Yeah. But. I studied this shit. By, by by the third day, I understood what was happening. Right. You know what I'm saying? But you had to you had to repeatedly put yourself in these kind of positions right. and train yourself to to study what's going on around right. you. Right. You know what I'm saying? Study the culture that's going on around you. So when you're in the position, you know what I'm saying? It might not be right. It might not be fair. It might not be what you like. But you understand it so you know how to move. You know how to move. And then you start to understand the value of you. Right. You know what I mean? Because you are the constant in all these things. And it's kind of like, well, how do I navigate here where I don't, like, I don't compromise who I am? You right. know what I mean? Like, I, I, how do I play on this level? How do I play on that level? It shows right. you shit about yourself that maybe you didn't know, which is which is great, which is cool as fuck. Right. Uh, it was something I wanted to, to add on to that shit that we were just talking about. Add it on, my I nigga. can't remember. Though. I can't remember, nigga. man. The whole that whole trade. Oh, I just just random. We talk about internship. Yo, do you know Facebook interns make an average of six thousand dollars a month? Wow! As an intern, shit. I need to go get an intern. Go ahead, Facebook interns. These motherfuckers is balling. What Facebook at? Facebook just moved to uh, Texas, didn't they? I don't know. Probably. I know there's one in New York. And was one in New York. Yeah, it used to be in New York office, and I'm sure I think there's one they, in Silicon. When they moving, they, they think they was moving their headquarters to motherfucking Austin or some shit like that. Did they move? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I thought they. Interesting. I thought I heard that That's shit. That's interesting. South by Southwest. Go to Texas, get you some internship. Don't get you, and no state tax, no city tax, no state tax. But watch out for the police; they might shoot you. Yeah, well, be careful. Yeah, especially in that in that Dallas area. I know. Shit, you know what I'm saying? The wild, wild west. Anyway. <laughs> Back to heavy FM. <laughs> this. Oh uh, shit, man. Yeah, but no, nah, it's something. It's something to be said about that, and it is. It is kind of cool when you think about just your own life. Everything that's new. I think when you're new to some shit, it gives you a, a the fresh eye perspective. Is kind of cool too, cause you ever. You know how it was the first time you were you you witnessed some shit versus the three hundredth time. You know yeah. what I mean? It's like the motherfucker when they bring you to a studio the first time ever. You like, man, there's a lot of a lot of weed smoke, a lot of drugs being used, a lot of whole shit. Damn, this is. But then the seven hundredth time you've been there, that's just the background. Right. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, like right, right. when you don't like you don't realize what was in the room till you read the story later. Right, to, right, the, right. to the writer was like, and then such and such. You're like, oh man, that that was true. They was. 
They were shooting heroin <laughs> off to the side. I forgot. Yeah, Damn. That is old Harry and heroin. You was at? <laughs> With no, the just, hot boys? I'm just taking creative <laughs> license. I'm not indicting nobody. With BG and them. Hey, man. <laughs> that's some crazy shit. That's 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 intense. See a motherfucker about to do some heroin in front of you. I have to excuse myself. You had to go ahead and leave, man. You know what? Hey, uh, hold on. We gonna we gonna talk about that invoice. Just stay right there. We are gonna talk about that motherfucker. Way too depressing. Biting on that, biting on the belt. Like, hold on now. What 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 was your? Show me the invoice. She get the invoice on. Let me look at that. This nigga just nod off. (laughs) And that's the deliberation phase. He looked at your one sheet and nodded off. You got to wait 15 minutes to see if you got the, the sponsorship or not. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we're going to do it. We're going to do it. You know what? <laughs> On second thought. You sure? We're going to do it. You, you want to make sure we can do it? Yeah, oh, man. But that, that's it, man. It could just be, you know what I'm saying, working on that growth, man. Trying to get to that next level. Summer going to be good, though. You know what I'm saying? We going out with Miller Light. Go for that you know shit. Man. So we got that shit. We in Chicago, Atlanta, Charlotte. What y'all doing? Same. It's the flip. What it's y'all doing? A, uh, the kickback series, which is you know oh, what I'm saying, shit. which which is like everyday people to do over. I forget what the third event is. You know what I'm saying? But it's it's like all summer. Anything coming to New York? Nah, these would. It. I mean, everyday people is in New York, based in New York. Right. But these events are in Atlanta, Charlotte, Chicago, Chicago. So, you know what I'm saying? We'll be frequent in those areas all summer. You know what I'm saying? So that's good. You know what I'm saying? Give a nigga some, some good shit to move around with this summer. That's what's you know what I'm saying. We going to run this shit, man. That's what it is, man. Well, shit. You know what I'm saying? That's about good. that time. I think it's about that time. To transform. what? Yeah, roll out? I, think, I feel like it's time to transform and roll out. No doubt. Uh, shit, where you going to be at? Shit, I'm gonna be in Brooklyn, man. I'm gonna be, you know, on the ground at Mr. Muhammad. You know what I'm saying? On the Twitter at at Mr. Muhammad. You know what I'm saying I'm gonna be picking up kids. You know what I'm saying? Knocking out projects, and we shooting, we shooting some short films and shit. You know what I'm saying? I'm about to shoot some shit with Haitian V. Okay. And, um, you know, Vlad Kalix. You know what I'm saying? Kind of a mix of both. I got a, uh, another actress. Uh, Sagan, Sagan, Sagan Genesis, who uh, we shooting a, a short film with right now. Okay. So we got to uh, finish that this week. And shit, that's what was shit. We, we popping. That's what it is. Some shit. I'm going to be at the uh, <clears throat> good old stand-up New York on Thursday night. I'm on the 8 o'clock show and the 10 o'clock show. Y'all can fuck with me there. Uh, where else am I? Uh, do I have any other shows going on? I think I'm at the stand over the weekend. But uh, beyond all that, I'll be right here on this mic next Wednesday. So until then, tell a friend to tell a friend. And even an enemy. To get in the conversation. Yes, sir. We out. And the main thing of it all is to be in the conversation. conversation. This has been a Stand Up Labs production powered by digital media. Subscribe to new and archived episodes wherever you listen to podcasts and find all of our shows at StandUpLabs.nyc. Stand clear of the closing doors, please. We out.